The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Once again, let me personally welcome you to Leadership Stars, where real leaders in network distribution, entrepreneurship, and government who have boldly and unapologetically stepped into leadership will be interviewed on their journey and will share their views on all aspects of creating and leading powerful teams, even if it is a team of one right now. I'm your host, Linda Patton. I am an international speaker and an international best-selling author, as well as the creator of the book and program, The Art of Herding Cats, Leading Teams of Leaders. Now, Herding Cats comes from my journey of stepping out and owning my own leadership, and it teaches you the 12 key steps of leadership. Through Herding Cats, I guide leaders to uncover core strengths, to inspire with shared vision, and to realize their true expertise. I've been successfully developing leaders for over 40 years in the military, in organizations, and for the last five years with Dare to Dream with Linda, independently as a coach, mentor, and guide. So today we are talking more about vision. And let me say that you've set your vision for the year, and you probably even have your calendar in place. I would certainly hope so since it's almost the end of the month. You're ready to rock and roll. So what's stopping you from realizing this bold and unapologetic vision? Do you look at the vision and feel bored and frustrated? Is it the same vision you had last year and the one before that? Do you roll over in the morning and ask yourself, is this all there is? Is it just me or do I need a change? Do you find that you have no juice or excitement around your vision? Well, today we're talking with my very dear colleague and friend, Julie Foscht, and we're going to look at how to create a vision that will really be a reflection of who you are, your values, your purpose, your dreams. And it's time to come out of hiding and because it is costing you a considerable amount of money when you don't realize your vision. So, Julie, welcome to the program. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Well, it's good to have you. Um, and I know this is a passion of yours to talk about vision and to really help entrepreneurs, coaches, mentors, business owners to really build a vision that will inspire them for at least the year, if not for five years. I know I have a five-year vision as well as the one for the current year. So, Julie, would you tell the audience just a little bit about you and your journey to leadership? Absolutely. Um, I was born 
in a family where my parents really wanted a boy. As a matter of fact, they didn't have a girl name picked out for me. And I uh, inherited my mother's name because they couldn't think of a girl name in time. And so growing up, I was always, um, I was loved very much. I had a great childhood. But it was made really clear that my brothers were meant to go out and work in the world and to make their way in the world. And as a girl, it was going to be my job to support the men in my life, to take a back seat. Um, as a teenager, I had to do my brother's chores on the days that they worked before I could go to my own job because they couldn't do chores on the days they worked. So I grew up with that model, but I was born into a family of entrepreneurs, so this entrepreneurial spirit was strong in me. And I spent my life struggling to create a business by pretending to uh, pretending to be a man. And, um, and so when I started my coaching practice, I, um, I really did it by formula. I did it the way the gurus told us to. I did it on, um, I did it on a formula plan that wore me out and exhausted me. And so in the last two years, I've rebranded. We're doing it a new way. We're building business from the feminine essence for women and then bringing in masculine strategy. And it's been so successful. My income has increased dramatically, and so have my clients' success. So that's my story in a nutshell. Julie, I know, I mean, that's a great story, and I, I, I think it's interesting that your parents didn't have a girl's name for you. Um, it, the, you um, have done a whole lot of work with marketing and working with um, marketing leaders. And you, I know one of the things that you said is that you learned how to market like a man. And you've made a significant shift this year um, to more of the art of feminine marketing. Would you tell us a little bit about that shift and why? Yeah, that's really fascinating. Uh, or at least to me it's fascinating. Um, I love looking at the workings of my own mind. When I learned marketing, it was very much set a goal, put a strategy in place, drive yourself forward, work 12 to you know, 14 hours a day until you're completely exhausted. And that's how you'll achieve success. And I hear that all the time. Work hard to, to achieve success. A couple of years ago, I was in a group of leaders. Um, it was an invitation-only group. I was invited into this group, and we were discussing a different way of doing business. And so many of the women had the story of work hard for success, and they were telling me how they had worked hard to the point of collapse, worked hard to the point of cancer, worked hard to um, adrenal fatigue. At the same time, I had been in a minor car accident, and I was in so much pain in my back that I could only work a couple hours a day. And so it became very clear that I needed to do things differently. I started to tap into my feminine essence. I started to take space, um, which the feminine, she likes that space, you know. Think about it, ladies. 
you don't go from zero to 60 in 30 seconds. And you've got to be, you've got to allow yourself time to warm up. Well, it's the same thing with your feminine essence. There's a warming up period. There's an unveiling period. There's a softness to it. And it also requires a softness with ourselves. And that is, um, that's really the, the space where the feminine flourishes. That's where she comes out and the creativity comes out. And you begin to create things you had never thought of before and sometimes no one had ever thought of before. Your message becomes more alluring. Your soul um, starts to sing and that attracts a higher quality of client and it attracts money because money really likes to be in that space of creativity and flow and, um, and actually love. Okay. And so, Julie, this year you'll have a, a new vision for the future. So what's your one-year vision and then what's your five-year vision for your life and for your business? That is an excellent question. And I was just working on that this morning. So good timing. All right. Um, my one-year vision, um, I can encapsulate it in the theme I set for my year or the name I set for my year. And that is the year of the healer. And this year I'm putting a stake in the ground for healing the planet. And the way that I heal the planet, my role in it is to help women become more in line with who they were meant to be and doing the work that they were meant to do on the planet while making a lot of money. And I truly believe that will put us in a position to heal the planet. So my goal this year is to empower women um, and to, to empower women to step into the fullness of their power and to really, really make the money that they deserve so they can see, take a seat at the table. So I have some specifics, the number of clients I want to have in each of my programs, the number of online programs I want to sell, um, how many retreats I want to go to. I also have, um, I have a vision of the kinds of personal work I want to do. So there's some personal development work that I plan to do this year, continuing to grow myself and my capacity. I also will... Um, Julie, this is really, really great. And unfortunately, we need to break for a quick commercial. We'll be right back. Voice America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda 
at dare to dream with lynda.com that's lynda at dare the number two dream with lynda.com have you friended us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings at the voice america talk radio network and you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for voice america Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. What makes great leaders? Results? A lasting legacy? Is it making a difference in your life or maybe the lives of others? I lead. The Leadership Connection with host Dr. Linda Sharkey will bring you the practical tips and tools to make you an extraordinary leader and by doing so, build a better, more successful, and more profitable organization. Our show is all about you, the leader that you can be, and the culture that you can create. Tune in to I Lead, The Leadership Connection, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I'm with my guest, Julie, and she's talking about vision. Julie, could you um, just once again describe your vision for the future of your business, The Art of Feminine Marketing? Yes, thank you. Um, My vision for the future is really to be a channel for healing women so that they can live the fullness of who they are do work that they really love, and make a lot of money. And it's really important to me that 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 happens because I believe that it is our turn as women to take a step into leadership and to take a step at the seat or take a seat at the table of decision makers. We can't do that if we're worrying about survival. We can't do that if we're working three jobs just to pay the rent. We have to make a lot of money. And I have six grandchildren five of them little grandchildren. And so it's important to me that we make these changes now in our world so that they have a great world to grow up in, so that they can see, you know, trees and elephants and uh, in the wild and, and just really have a great planet. We do that by women healing themselves, by women doing the work that they're meant to do, and by women being able to make a, a lot of money in a way that honors their divine feminine essence. So letting go of the idea that we have to mold ourselves into some kind of formula that men use or become like men in the marketplace. You know, there's a 
there's that saying, there's no crying in baseball. Um, and I have learned over the past year that one of the best tools in a businesswoman's toolkit is her box of Kleenex because crying is mandatory. It's, <laughs> it's one of those ways where we use our emotions to help us move forward. And, and so that's my vision. My vision for this year is much more specific in what I want to do with my programs and how I want to grow my business. But that's the big vision. That was great. And thank you so much. And I love the fact that you want your tribe to make a lot of money. And I think that's really, really key because we tend to um, think of it as small. You know, it's it's my egg money. It's, you know, it's, it's just what I, I spend on uh, the kids or whatever. And we treat our businesses more as a hobby than as a business. And yet, one of the things I think you found in really making a lot of money was that you came away drained and uninspired and restless. And so the, the vision that you have now um, is in a line with your purpose, your passion, and your value. It's yes. really, really, really important. Yes. So you know that I also teach that you incorporate all five senses into your vision and that that is really something that, that makes that vision rich. And so you can see it, you can hear it, you can smell it, you can taste it, and you can definitely feel it. And you talked about tears. Um, I think the vulnerability of women is something that really sets us apart from our male counterparts. So from your perspective, what are the key elements in creating a compelling vision? Yeah, the first element is to make sure that it resonates with your heart, with your emotions. Your compelling vision should make you tear up a little bit. It should give you uh, truth bumps or goosebumps. Mm. It should make your heart really sing. The second part of your compelling vision is that you need to put it in writing. So you need to put some logic around it. Um, you need to put a form around it so that it makes sense to your head because your heart is now bought in and then your head has to buy in as well. And then the third part is to make sure that it's aligned with your soul and what your soul wants for you. And there's a number of things I teach around that alignment between head, heart, and soul. I think mm-hmm. that those three things are vital. And then, like you said, paint a picture of it. Um, put words to it, put pictures to it, put sounds to it, even even music to it. And, um, and then print it and put it where you can see it. It doesn't do any good to come up with a vision that then stays locked in the depths of your computer and you completely forget about it. And with my clients, I'll ask them to go back. What did you name your year? Remind me what you named your year. How are you living into that vision? How is it calling you forth for the year? And uh, sometimes they'll go, oh, I don't remember. And then the homework is to create something, create a structure, a picture, a uh, collage that reminds you of your vision. And so that, that, that is a trigger to your brain. Oh, yeah, that's why I'm doing this. Okay, now I can go forward. And that really will call you forward on the days when you want to quit. 
because there will be days that you want to quit. So it's really important to have that visual in front of you in whatever way is best for you. Some people are real word people and some people are are picture people and some people um, need something tactile to hold on to, but creating that, that, that anchor that anchors you back into your vision is really important. Julie, I think that's so powerful. And I know you've had us create um, our year ofs. And last year, it was, for me, it was, and the Oscar goes to me for the best cat herder. And this year, it's all around becoming bold and unapologetic. And yeah, I've had visuals for both of them. Do you find also that it's important to, you know, with a visual, to keep moving it around so that it doesn't become part of the woodwork? I think for some people it does. Um, for me, I don't move mine around. I have it stationary. Um, last year I had it above my desk. This year I've got it in my notebook because I tra- I've traveled so much. I mm-hmm. want to have it with me. But it's the very first page. I have a little notebook that's kind of like my my business Bible. It's got, you know, my templates in it, my passwords and all and my calendar of course Mm -hmm. Um, and it's the very first page that I see every day when I open the notebook so I found a way that I'm actually looking at it every single day and being reminded and for some people uh, it might be that you need to take it and move it for some people it might be that it's the screensaver on your computer so you open it up and you see it every day if you do a lot of computer work Um, for some people, it's a huge poster um, on the back of their uh, office door. I had one client once who posted it on her front door, on the, the inside of her front door. So every time she went in and out, she would see it. So the key is do what it takes for you. And I think this is the key of being in your feminine essence is there's not one answer. There is an answer that works uniquely for you. And sometimes you need to play with it to find out what that answer is. Um, but do the thing that works the best for you in using this tool. Julie, that's so powerful. And I, I, I agree with you. that, And I think for you, um, it being in your notebook, it, it, you know, as you open the notebook, it's fresh and it's new and that kind of thing. Um, I think I've told you about my um, vision to go to Alaska. I had that opportunity and I had a picture of the boat and glaciers on my vision board, on my computers, everywhere that it could possibly be. And then I found a song from John Denver about Alaska and no, it wasn't north to Alaska. And Every time my phone rang, that's what I heard. Um, I, I love the smell and the taste of, you know, cedar-cooked salmon. Um, and, but I couldn't always get that smell. So I also realized that where we're, where we're going was a lot of ice and snow. And so I'd open my refrigerator. And every time I opened the refrigerator, I got a sniff of ice, mm-hmm. and, which is what you smell in Alaska. And so I used all five senses and of course, the feeling was just of, you know, amazement at, you know, these glorious glaciers and, and everything else. Uh, and I think that's because of all of that, because it was all incorporated and all it was all congruent, 
being able to bring in what I needed to in order to make that happen was was relatively easy. Uh, and, and yet, you know, it was my husband was funny. He he says in December, so we got the balcony upgrade, but do we have a cruise yet? Mm. And I said, no, no, that's in the next three months. That's what we're working toward in the next three months. So there, you know, it, it instituted just a little bit of doubt in there. Um, now, Julie, one other thing. Um, you are very clear about the difference between vision and goals. Would you define those for the audience? Yeah, the vision is the picture of what you want. Goals are action steps to get you there. And Mm -hmm. when I have my clients set goals, we set goals in two-week chunks. The reason is I don't want anybody locked into, I have to have my vision this way. So when you went to Alaska, Linda, it would have been horrible if somebody had come to you and said, hey, look, Linda, we're going to give you a free cruise to Alaska. All you have to do is spend two hours one afternoon teaching um, the art of herding cats to a small group of people that we have on board. Will you do that? And I wouldn't want you to have said, no, no, no. I have to earn the money through (laughs) selling books in order to go because that's what's on my goals. So goals are really just steps, action items that move you forward towards the vision, but you're not locked into. You can change a path to get there if a new door opens. And so um, goals should be uh, doable but push you. Mm-hmm. They should be timely and they should be measurable. And so one of the goals that you might take to get to Alaska is um, spend two hours researching um, the cost of cruise ships. And another one might be um, to set up three enrollment conversations uh, with prospects that, that because three enrollment call conversations is going to result in somebody hiring you, right? So those mm-hmm. might be action items that you take on to get there without right. closing a future door. And Julie, and the audience, I want you to hear what she said. Goals are the action steps that help you to move towards your vision, but not to be so locked in and rigid about them that you can't take advantage of an opportunity that pops in. Like, I would have loved somebody to say, here's a, here's, a cruise to Alaska and all you have to do is teach one class it would have been so much easier and I would have just been as excited about that as if I had to um, work every step out and ev- finish every goal in order to make it happen. So I love that um, about the difference between the two. Um, I, I also think that someone defined goals as dreams with a deadline. <laughs> I love that an interesting way of looking yeah of looking at that because we do talk you know at the beginning of the year about wishes dreams and resolutions and how you know we're sort of waiting for our fairy godmother or for the genie to pop out of the bottle and we're not committed to them whereas with a vision because it involves your heart your mind your soul it really is about you and about the essence that's you right yes and the, the difference is that the vision lives in 
the spiritual realm, the unseen realm. That's the place where the feminine likes to play mm-hmm. and likes to create. The goals live in the physical realm, and they are driven by your masculine. They are, they are action-oriented. So the vision is not um, to, <laughs> to exercise every day and eat only fruits and vegetables. Right. The vision is to be vibrantly healthy and to wear a size six, right? Right. The, the goal is this week, join a gym, right? So the difference is mm-hmm. the action versus the, uh, the, the kind of playing in the creative. I also want to point out that if you're taking actions, but those other doors open, like we talked about, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean the actions were wasted. Because what happens when you take action is you start to move energy. And the energy in itself will open doors. So when my husband was building his business, at one point, um, clients started, he's in land use. And we mm-hmm. all know what happened in, well, across the country, but especially in, in Central California a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And when clients started to get scarce he went out and started a collaboration with other firms that did different things that than what he could do but for the same clients and he he really had all his action down steps down for that collaboration and looking for clients and what happened was because he moved the energy in that direction clients came to him not from the collaboration but from other places if he had done nothing and just sat and waited for clients, they never would have showed up. So when you're taking those action items, you're moving towards your vision, but you're also opening up the energy and the universe is going, hey, she's really serious about this. We can send her this help from over here. And that's awesome because in some respects, it's actually engaging the unconscious mind uh, and the universe, and you know that wonderful thing called the reticular activating system that says, oh, this is your reality. Well, I'm now going to pre- present other possibilities and other opportunities that go along with that. Um, I know, and I, I'm sure other people have had this experience where you buy a car that you never see on the road. You know that you're going to have the only car like it in the world, and as soon as you buy it, everybody's got one. And it's it's because now you can, now your your mind focuses on, oh, there it is, there it is, there it is. And I think that's awesome that it brings opportunities to you as well that perhaps you were not even thinking about. And you're right, you can't sit in your lounge chair and expect the world to come to you. So, Julie, with vision, oftentimes it's not just your vision, but it's your team, it's your family, it's that kind of thing. So how do you um, engage them and roll them in your vision so that they're helping you make it happen? I think that's really an important step. And part of that is sharing your vision and being open to their feedback as well. Mm-hmm. Um Part of that is you have to have strong relationships to start with. So your relationships are a really important business asset. And taking time in your relationships are, is a really important business asset. Um, and then there's a way that you can have a conversation and say, look, here's my vision. This is what I would like to 
to have come into our lives this year. What is it that you want? And helping your partner to dream as well. And then helping your children to do the same thing. Um, I remember one year when my daughter was about 16 and, and we were making bucket lists. And her bucket list was to fly a fighter jet. And I said to her, oh, honey, you have to be in the service to do that. And, you know, this is not the direction you want to go, blah, blah, blah. And she said, no, mom, you just have to meet a rich dude who's, who has bought a retired fighter jet and likes you a lot, and he'll let you fly it. And so um, <laughs> I think there's a way, you know, that we stop ourselves from dreaming and we stop our, our family from dreaming. And so really open that space and take the time to say, I'd love to hear your dreams as well. And maybe my dream and your dream aren't exactly the same or my vision and your vision aren't the same. Can they coexist or can we create something even better for our family or our relationship? And, um, and then <laughs> I will tell you, Linda, that the, the biggest trick is yes. to choose the right partner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, that is so very, very true. And, and I know you've, you've chosen the perfect partner. And, you know, I've been with my husband now 43 years this year. And it definitely still curls my toes. Um, and he is always on board with what I want to do. And we make sure that both of our visions of the future match. And, and our big vision for the next three years is to get to a place where we can live in Dornock, Scotland, at least four months out of the year um, so that he can play golf seven days a week should he choose to do that. And, you know, you'd think, I don't play golf anymore. I haven't for probably 30-some years. Um, you know, why would I want that? And yet I find... Doorknock to be uh, a place where I, I come home and I just, the, all of those stressors and everything else um, go away. So this year, uh, which will be the 401st anniversary of the founding of the Doorknock Golf Club, um, we're actually going to go and spend a couple weeks in Scotland and just, you know, reestablish our roots there. Um, and I am so looking forward to it. And I think that part of your vision, um, you know, if, if mm-hmm. people are listening to this, they can hear in the vision. There's some details there. there oh, this yeah. is the 104th anniversary. Um, I can see the greens that he's playing on. I have mm-hmm. no idea if I'm seeing them accurately. <laughs> but, like, you create this picture of him playing, and you just go on, yeah, honey, go play. That's that's okay. great. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's really powerful. And Jill, you know too that I have in my in our office, we, we share an office, um, a, an eight foot picture. It's a pen and ink drawing of every uh, building that was in Doorknock at the time that it was built. So the cathedral's there, the deanery's there, the bookstore, the fishmonger, the butcher. All of that is there. And I can literally point out, gee, we, we, we looked at that house and we thought about buying it, but, you know, it was, wasn't for us. Oh, this one has a, a living space above a tea room. Gee, I'd really like 
the bookstore if it were for sale. And literally, I can picture myself. I can step into that picture and be a part of the town every single day. And that is so powerful. Yeah, the things we've been describing are really um, some of the keys to manifestation. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, manifestation does not come without work. It's not one of those fancy things where you just think it. But the things that we're describing and we're talking about are the keys, which is to see it really clearly, to imagine yourself there, to really feel it, and then to take your actions. And I know that you don't spend every day looking at that picture and fretting about how to do it. You just go and do your part and let everything else come together so that when the time is right for you to be there, the bookstore will come up for sale. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And it's just a cute little bookstore. I, I, I love um, to bring more, um, how do I say, American authors in because right now it's very, obviously it's very British oriented. Um, so Julie, I have one, another question for you. Uh, you know, you set, you know, this five-year goal and you have, obviously, your yearly goals. And, and if, when you make your yearly goal at the end of the year, you kind of go, okay, well, I'll make, you know, I just do the next one. But what do you do when you've achieved your visions, uh, especially that long-term five-year vision? What do you do then? Yeah, I love that. And I had experience several years ago. I worked with a, a network marketing company. And there was a promotion that I really wanted. I worked really hard to get to the promotion. It took me, um, man, probably a year and a half. And once I got there, I was just like, oh, what next? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And so I think that's why it's really important to have a five-year vision and a one-year vision and redo them every year. Mm-hmm. And so I start November, December, I start thinking about what the following year will be that will lead me into the five-year. And I allow the five-year vision to grow, to shift, to change based on what I've learned in the previous year. And it's this great combination because I'll never hit the end of that five-year. I'll always be working towards it. And... Um, that's really exciting. That's really fun. And, and it's like, what, what do I want to bring in this year that will get me closer to that? But I never get to the end. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say that there is also a place where there are shorter term goals. For instance, I have a live event coming in February and the week after the live event. So we're, uh, my team and I are really working hard to you know, put everything together and be ready for the mm-hmm. third week in February. But I have designated the week afterwards, I'm not working. I'm taking time off. I've got a girlfriend coming out here from back east. We're going to go to the aquarium. I'm going to play with the grandkids. My grandkids are going to meet her son. Um, And it's important to take that time for yourself when you reach the end of a goal. But I also know that when that week is up, I've already designated what the next chunk of my time is going to be. I already know what's happening in March and April and what I'm going to work on when I come back. So I'm never stuck in that place of, oh, no, what, what now? Julie, I love that. And and you've taught me that whole art of personal care as well, taking you know two or three days after a large event, taking the fifth week 
of a month off, of which there are four in the year. And that's just, I think, really, really powerful. Yeah. Um, so, Julie, would you describe for the audience your free gift? I know you have one for them that supports what we've been talking about. Yes. It's called the Art of Feminine Marketing Guidebook. It outlines the seven steps to feminine marketing, talks about why for women it's so important for us to, um, you know, now that we're in the, the workplace, for us to actually come home to who we are as women and to bring our feminine essence into the work we do. And in that, to create a, um, a dance between our feminine and our masculine and to really create a new way of doing business in the world that's much more life-bringing, allows us to have time with the people we love, doing the things we love, and um, provides for us financially very well so that we can do things like go to Scotland and, mm-hmm. um, you know, have four vacations a month. Yeah. A month? Wow. A week. A Wait, a week, a <laughs> year, four vacations a year. <laughs> or if you want a daily vacation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds magnificent. So um, if you go on to the Voice America um, Dot com and our show, you'll be able to see that free gift and click on it and make it part of your life. Julia, I do love the fact that you integrate, though, both the masculine and the feminine in your work. So the feminine has the creativity and the, and the feeling and all that, and the masculine has more of the, just tell me what to do, um, and, and I will make it happen. And I, I just love the fact that, that both pieces are integrated into what you do. So, Julie, um, real quickly as we come to the end of the program, um, give our audience just one last juicy tip around vision. Listen to your heart. Listen to your dreams. And let yourself dream big. Most of us don't dream big enough. So dream it bigger and ask for what you really want, not for what you think you could possibly get if you're lucky and then go for what you really want that's where the juice is right and that is so powerful and you heard that go for what you want think and and design it big that no matter what you've you've already created you could make it even bigger. I do remember Wise in, in network distribution where people said, gee, I need to make $645 a month and I want to change the world. The two are not congruous. And so it was very easy for people to drop off when the money wasn't there. So radio audience, as we close for today, make those dreams, your vision, big, bold, and unapologetic and join us again next week on um, at 10 o'clock and we are moving into relationships thank you and have a great week thank you for tuning in to leadership stars please join linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next monday at 1 p.m eastern time and 10 a.m pacific time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week.